Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Maybe this is just the lines moving forward. This is just who they are and what we should expect. And we did take a trip back in time to the old lines as the Vikings were mounting a comeback. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 they're coming. The oh, Vikings scolding their way yep. all the way back. Is this the same old lines who are going to lose in devastating fashion and not get their hat in T-shirt oh. for the first time in 30 years? Justin Jefferson's doing Justin Jefferson stuff. I believe he told somebody in a pregame show, like, yeah, I'm put on a show today. Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas weekend. I'm going to pull on show today. And he did. Thought they were going to do it. Thought the Lions were going to rip the happiness out of the entire city of Detroit. But instead, Bottle Rocket gets tossed. <laughs> a pick is had. And the Detroit Lions have won the NFC North in their first division in 30 years. Nick Mullins goes for over 300 yards yet again. Is that a sign of things to come, especially with oh. Matthew Stafford maybe coming to Detroit for that first playoff wow. game? Oh. We shall see yeah. a lot of stories. Joining us now is a man who's Currently, quarterback for team that won. Yeah. Hell yeah. Big win. Huh? Got close, but won. Mm hmm. It's a by the way. This guy. Nine on fire. Player. Yeah. Come Maybe back. give him two, three quarters. Yeah. You know what I mean? See what he can do that. I mean, that might be something that you might yeah. mess around, win a game. Yeah. They don't want that. You know, Jacoby might do that. But instead, this team gets a big-time dub. This guy was on the active roster. Big conversation about that. Four-time NFL MVP. Merry Christmas to, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Whoa! Baby face. Super baby face. What's going on, guys? Something's different, right? What happened? Huh. Yeah, I don't know. You got super baby face right now. Shaved? What, is this the... What do what we... Hey, Merry Christmas, you know? Hey, you look amazing. You look 20, 30 years younger. Merry Christmas. Not that you look 20, 30 years older. You just look like a super baby face. No, I get it. I, I think I did. That's why I probably shaved. No. What I'm saying is you look good, but you did. It was just different. Mm, you just... That's kind of a backhanded compliment. Well, Artie Smith said I gave him the same thing. I don't mean to always do this, but it does appear to be the way I speak. I'm from Pittsburgh. I apologize. Merry Christmas. You look fantastic. Let's dive right in. Big time win. Let's go. What are we yeah. seeing? What are we doing? How are we feeling it? Well, I feel good about it. Obviously, uh, we had a big lead there, 27-7. They came back, and... Greg hit an unbelievable 54-yarder to uh, to win, but uh, a lot of great performances uh, on on Sunday. Uh, Want to highlight uh, Brees Hall? Brees, uh, 95 plus yards receiving and rushing, and he's done it twice. And I saw a stat that said he's done it in like 22 games, and the other guys who've done it, it's been over 100 games. So, uh, big shout out to Brees. He's uh, a talented guy. This was an awesomely blocked play on the front side. Um, and, you know, give him a little bit of crease. He's going to go the distance. But I'm proud of Trevor. I thought Trevor Don't played a nice Don't give Brees the crease. Nope. Mm-mm. But, uh, yeah, it was a good win for us. It's fun. To, it's always more fun when you win. We've got a short week now. We play uh, Cleveland on Thursday, and uh, which a lot of good storylines there. Joe Flacco's starting a quarterback for them. Um, and uh, we can only play spoilers, so we'll try and, uh, try and do our best. Go ahead, AJ. Hey, how impressive is it to watch Joe Flacco play, coming off the couch, taking it, driving his kids around and all that stuff he talked about early in the year, and then now how productive he is being on the field. Like, could you describe how difficult that might be to someone that, that doesn't really understand that? I don't think anybody can understand it unless you, you realize how difficult it is uh, when you get older just to kind of stay in shape if you're not working. But I'm assuming he was, he was working, but, but to not have any training camp, uh, any off season and to just come in off the couch and be able to to play like he's played. Um, I look at the first game he played and I feel like they went right down the field on one of the first drives, if not the first drive, into a you know a kind of classic uh, Joe Flacco uh, one ball for a touchdown, and uh, that probably uh, got him going, got him going pretty good. But Joe Joe is one of the prettiest uh, throwers of the football I think that uh, I've seen in our time. You know he's got kind of that uh, that longer delivery, but the ball comes off nice. You watch what what Coop did uh, in the game. I mean, he, he was fantastic. 265 yards receiving is ridiculous. But uh, Joe has always been a great uh, deep ball thrower, and he had a couple uh, obviously dimes. Uh, look, I mean, look at that. Just like uh, deep out. Um, here's the awesome throw. You know, put some top on it, and then letting Coop just to uh, use his body and make a play. Um, always been a, a fan of uh, of Amari's and. Uh, 
and happy for Joe. I don't really know Joe personally. I've uh, kind of run into him a few times over the years, but but always uh, am told that we would uh, be friends if we spent spent time <laughs> together for whatever that means. So oh, um, Joe dabbles with ayahuasca. Well, well, well. <laughs> maybe that's what he was doing the whole first half of the season. Ah, oh, oh, plants could have been, could have been. Yeah, not 100% sure. We've talked to Joe Flacco before. How'd it go? Uh, yeah, he basically just said, hey, guys, and then that was it. Yeah, somebody was doing our show from a building in Denver. Yeah, McManus. Denver. Yep. It was Brandon McManus was doing our show in Denver from, like, the Players' Lounge. Like, we FaceTimed him randomly, and he was like, yeah, a couple of the boys are here. Joe's here. We're like, Joe's there. Flacco? Flacco's there. <laughs> and they, he turned, and Flacco goes, hey, guys. And then he just walked off. Yep. It was like, Flacco's on the show. Flacco's been on the show. We don't know him at all He's either. So cool. What's that? Joe cool. Yep. Joe cool, man. He's so cool. I don't think he talks to anybody. I don't think he, I don't, like, even when he was in Baltimore, right, for so long. I, I don't think there's a lot of, he just kind of handled his business. He said, I guess it's allegedly come out, I don't know if he said it, that whenever you got injured, he called the Jets and was like, hey, is there any interest? They said no. So, like, I assume the Jets aren't the only team in which his agent or he reached out to. It's sure. like, nobody wanted this guy either. He thought there was a chance maybe it was over. It's been fun to watch that. A lot of good stories in the NFL right now. One that kicked, uh, you know, every other story to decide there for a little bit because it involves you and the New York Jets. So you got put on the active roster after your 21-day window close last week. Okay, 21-day window to make a decision on whether he's going to be active or he's going to be IR for the rest of the season. This is the NFL. This is the NFL's rules. So whenever you go to the active roster, Nick Big Bottom Bodden mm-hmm. is his mm-hmm. name. That's right. Gets sent off the team. Okay, down to the practice squad, I do believe. He's been in the NFL six years, fully vested, so his contract is guaranteed throughout the entire season. This became a massive conversation because if you're not going to play, why are you taking Nick Big Bottom Bottom's uh, spot? Why are you doing this? You're a bad guy. And now I assume that there is some sort of conversation that you would like to have or inform people of why this took place, how this took place, practice. Is that the reason? Is there a chance you play? What happened there behind the scenes, and when did you hear how pissed off people were about you getting put on the active roster last week right i figured there'd be some conversation about it um the story is simple uh we lost uh to uh the previous week and uh i was again targeting the 24th to come back um so i assumed i was going to go on ir i asked to be put on ir because uh you know, there was a conversation, do you want to practice? And I said, not at the expense of somebody getting cut. Um, I know how this works, and I didn't need to feel like I needed to practice to continue my rehab. I could do on-the-field stuff on the side. Um, but obviously, uh, I got overruled there. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. And, yeah, that was a you know interesting situation. I called Nick right away. I just said, hey, I just hope you know this isn't coming from me. I'm, I'm, I asked him to put me on IR. Um, but he actually said, hey, look, I'm vested. I can, I'm getting my money. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. He's got, he would have got elevated this, this last week uh, if he'd been, uh, been healthy, but he'll be back up this week, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the same old thing. You know, it's, it's the same people with the same comments. I think what we should do, Pat, is uh-huh. the same people who are criticizing me, uh, you know, or coming up with these conspiracies, you know, about my injury or whatever. Let's before they talk, let's go back to to twenty twenty one and let's just let's make people say their vax status to start. Then that'll that'll frame all these comments in the yeah. right window. Okay. So before they before they say something, let's let's have them say. Uh, and ESPN's probably going to shut us off here. But let's have them say, hey, I'm so-and-so, uh, uh, double-vaxxed with uh, uh, Pfizer and uh, triple-boosted. And my opinion about this is this guy's a bad guy because he just wanted to practice and took money away. Then at least you'd know, and everybody could know at that point, that they're, they have their puppet masters who are puppeteering them to say this certain thing about this guy and that they're still upset about the fact that I believe in medical freedom. So... It's uh, it's the same tired narrative, and you know it, it's interesting spot for me because I'm basically just saying, hey, IR, right? This is you know this season, uh, you know, is over for me. Uh, again, I got overruled, so because of that, I was on the practice field. I love the practice. 
didn't want it to be at the expense, you know, of a teammate. But uh, again, that's out of my control. But again, it's the same same people. So let's make sure we're asking the right questions to these people <laughs> before they start spouting off, so we can actually frame each one of these specific comments in the right uh, in the right perspective. I'm not sure we're ever going to be able to get that passed, but I do appreciate that you at least look into some of these people and be like, oh, I wonder what this person has said about me maybe two years ago while I was in the middle of winning an MVP and other stuff. And there's a lot of that that has happened against you. We got to ride alongside of that by the way and that still is lingering effect of it all let alone people that have never really heard they're you still speak. Mad at, go ahead they're still mad i'm a double i'm i'm, I'm co-ed mvp you know not just the two mvps that i won but also because i didn't uh, bow down to the uh m- you know medical industrial complex and the mass formation psychosis and i decided to okay. you know make a decision that was in the best interest of my health Course. And they're still trying to get their jabs in. You know, they're still trying to take a victory lap. Ah. You know, somehow I couldn't beat science this time. That's it's right. like, oh, really? I was on the practice for 11 weeks. Oh. I was, you know, in line to to be able to push to play in, in after 14 weeks. So mm-hmm. take it easy on the victory laps and uh, have another jab while you're at it. Okay. Well, I don't know if they'll do that. I hope they're remaining uh, safe. Are those still? Those are still. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, watching. Yeah. Two, uh, two and one, baby. Yeah, I'm still watching. I'm watching the commercials for it. Uh, what you say? Mass formation psychosis? Is that what you said there in the middle of that thing? Yeah. That's a good one. Look that one up. I know Connor knows about that one. Oh, yeah. Look that one up. Oh, as soon as it came out of your mouth, as soon as it came out of your mouth, my brain was like, where the That has to be something. Where the hell? Now, the journalist in me should ask a follow-up for you to explain that all, but I think the people that don't call me a journalist for that thing would not be happy if you were to explain that. So I think it is an interesting, you know, little give and take on how some people feel about stuff, especially because of things that have happened in the past. But let's talk about your practicing and you being back on the field. You were throwing with flight school, and I think that was mass formation psychosis as well. There it is. All getting on the same page. Hey, hey, hey. Yep. You know, we're nice. Hey. Everybody's got to be mass formation psychosis. Exactly. Right on the same there. And do, <laughs> look how happy you are every time it's said. I cannot wait <laughs> to find out what the hell this means or where it came from. But you were doing flight school. Okay, you were doing flight school. You're thrown to the practice squad guys after practice. You're doing your thing. Now, I guess you played a uh, corner and you had a jumping, spinning interception last week that obviously captivated <laughs> headlines and conversation because they said this guy might actually be back healthy. What are we doing now? Are you running quarterback against the scout team? How do you feel? How are you playing? And what are what do the next few weeks look like for you? Well, we had mostly walked through last week, and then Friday we had like a helmets practice so i took all the uh the looked team 11 on 11 reps and then today is is a walk through tomorrow's more of a i think helmet practice so i'll take the the uh, scout team reps there um yeah it was, it was uh, you know good practice on friday uh i feel really good um i'm obviously bummed out about the season and, and uh not getting a chance to to uh you know to get back on the field but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I think you just got to figure out where your perspective is and your focus is. And the, the holidays help you with that. Um, if you're sitting around counting uh, the things you don't have, you'll miss out on the blessings that are around you. So I'm thankful for a lot of things that happened uh, this season, not for the injured part, but there was a lot of uh, little miracles along the way, friendships and special people showed up for me and, and just uh, – you know, little uh, little blessings in the midst of uh, the frustration. So, a good time to reflect uh, over uh, over Christmas, even though we were in you know in the building yesterday for a little bit. But um, but yeah, I'll be uh, excited to um, you know close out the season and then look forward to uh, you know coming back uh, next year and the years to come. Are you spending it? We're spending it right now. We feel good. Yeah, I feel great. I feel great. I really do. My body feels good. Not able to uh, to reach a top speed, which who knows what, it, what that is for me these days. But running or throwing, um, running or throwing. No, no, the arm is the arm is good. The, the throwing. I've been. I mean, I've been throwing Man. since uh, a lot since week eight. So uh, eight weeks post uh, post surgery. So this is uh, fifteen uh, tomorrow. So uh, arm feels great. Um, back to you know all my workouts, squatting, everything. It's just I can't uh, can't sprint, uh, you know, whatever my full speed was. But uh, but the running's been been good. I'm able to move around laterally, and um, so it's good to feel you know more like myself. 
I was good to be with the guys. Like I, I love, uh, I've always loved practice and love competing. Um, but obviously, wish there was uh, you know something, uh, something to play for, uh, playoff wise. Yeah, I think we all thought that storybook ending was going to come to be mm-hmm. what it was. And I didn't understand the reaction whenever you said <clears throat> like you're not going to play now because the team has been eliminated. That was the plan this whole time. You know what yeah. I mean? Team's still alive, mathematically still alive, and you feel healthy enough to get on the field, you were going to play. Like, that was kind of what the story was this entire time. But the people who we did not ask, you know, the sure. qualifying question. <laughs> yeah, should have asked the, the back status there. Uh, yeah, I didn't quite understand it either. I think the whole point was, um, you know, if we won uh, against Miami, then the goal, uh, the plan was to uh, – to take 11 on 11 on 11 reps for the first team and then see how I responded. You know, what I was saying was there's no guarantee I would have been cleared because um, I would have to respond the right way. Uh, and then uh, Mr. Johnson, uh, Joe Douglas, Sala, uh, you know, Dave, Neil Elitrosh, Heather, everybody would have got together and said, yes, we feel comfortable allowing him to play along with, you know, no setbacks during the week of practice. But, um, you know, it's it's the what if game, which is hard to go down. But that would have been the week schedule. So um, I think some of this stuff was a little bit uh, kind of taken out of context when I said no. I just wanted to remind people it wasn't a guarantee we beat Miami always playing, but that would have been the week schedule that we we would have gone down um, was to try and get ready to play. So uh, because we got eliminated, uh, and that was my whole point. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent, but the willingness to play and being cleared to play wasn't dependent on 100%. It was dependent on how I looked in practice, how I responded, and my ability to move in in a small area and to do play under center, which I've, I've proven in practice that I can do that. So, um, But the whole point was, if you're not 100% and we're out of the playoffs, they're not going to clear you. My story about 2018 was I was – you know, nobody's 100% late in the season, but I was, you know, as, as good as I could be in 2018, and I wanted to play, even though we were eliminated from playoff contention, because I wanted to play for Joe Philbin, our, our interim head coach. thought that was the right thing to do instead of shut it down, and that's why I played. Um, different situation, you know, when you're not 100% healthy, obviously. Well, in the last game of the year there, I believe, against the Lions, right? Was it against well, the Lions? There. You were there. Yeah. yeah, I took a clothesline. I took a clothesline, kind of like the one that AJ gave me in the 2006 uh, family night scrimmage. Uh-huh. Oh, AJ, Gee. in front of the families, huh? Oh, wow, hope you're hell? happy. Had to do it. You flip up. The best way to keep up with your team is to keep your radio on 1037 The Buzz. We're finally going to score. Thank God. Running the ball around the edge and trying to juke people out, and we're not allowed to hit him. And he gets upset if someone gives him a little shove after the whistle. AJ, you were representing the entire defense at that exact point, mm-hmm. huh? That's what you're it's doing. All of Lambo, just all, all of Lambo. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying. I, to I think the fans are probably ooh, <laughs> yeah, sweet, you know. And everybody yeah. on defense was doing a whole. AJ was being a leader there, Aaron. You know, a real leader Set at that tone, tone set. Pillar. You don't agree with that? I have another word for it, but. Uh... Yeah, I'll share that. Mass hysteria? That's what, uh, (laughs) that's what, I think that is the, uh, anyway, speaking of mass hysteria, Tone has a question for you. Yeah, Aaron, did you notice yesterday on social media any extra Merry Christmases to you from Detroit since now that you have left the division, they have won their first division title in 30 years, and how do you feel about the Detroit Lions finally doing it? Uh, not happy. Mm. Not, not, I mean, Although I'm I'm in the New York, I definitely still uh, want the green and gold to take the North every year. Oh, yeah. um, but they got a good football team. Jarrett's had a really nice season. Obviously, St. Brown is a fantastic receiver. They got a lot of guys, uh, two two really good backs. Uh, Jamiris had a really nice year, and I've uh, always been a fan of Montgomery. The way he runs the ball, his toughness. Line's really good on both sides of the ball. Defense been playing good, so um, they got a good football team. Uh, so they're gonna you know host a playoff game. I think the NFC is uh, is pretty deep. Uh, I think we can all agree on that, right? It's, it's, uh, when we saw, there's got to be some NFC teams feeling better if they watched that game yesterday and, and saw how Baltimore, um, you know, beat uh, beat San Fran. Philly's been up and down. Dallas has been up and down. Um, you know, Detroit's you know had their moments too where they haven't uh, looked great. Probably should have lost to to, uh, um, to the Bears. Uh, Packers beat them uh, in uh, in Detroit. So. Um, 
you know, I think the NFC is pretty wide open. Uh, AFC is, is interesting. Obviously, Baltimore looks really, really strong. There's a lot of teams still alive uh, for uh, for kind of the seventh spot. Buffalo's ascending. Josh is playing really good football, um, and they're starting to run the football well. Um, so it's going to be interesting the last couple of weeks. A uh, lot to play for for a lot of these teams. It'll be elimination games. I think Green Bay plays Minnesota uh, this week. And that's kind of an elimination. I guess it is an elimination game unless some crazy stuff happens. So, uh, where is that game at, Ty? Is that in? Is that Lambo or is that? Mm, I, I believe it's other, at Lambo, but it now it actually might be in in Minnesota. Oh no, it's at, no because because uh, Kirk got hurt at Lambo. Yeah, yeah. So it must yep. be at, uh, at that other stadium. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. No. No. Do you hear that in your nightmares, Aaron? Huh? Lions actually did it, too. No. Thank you. But I'll tell you what. It's looking like the loser of that game is going to host the New York Jets yeah. next year. Oh, really? Ooh. Well, because the way schedules are it's, set up. Well, I mean, there would still be some, some interesting... Uh, week 18 scenarios but it looks like um now you know obviously it'd be fun to play in lambo and that'd be that'd be hyped it'd be fun to play in soldier field as well because i had <laughs> yeah. success there over the years so yeah, the r- i don't know if there's there's probably a world in which chicago what wins their last couple and then Either one of those two teams lose their last couple, so hopefully Minnesota, um, and then we could play in Chicago next year. Yeah, that'd be great to get you back to Chicago. I know the Chicago residents have been missing you. Speaking of Chicago, how about Justin Fields? Yeah, yeah. it'd be a warm reception. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now let's say you were to play Lambo. How do you think that would go? What do you? Obviously, we got a pregame video. We got a pregame yeah, video. You'll get all emotional. Yep, nice package. You'll get emotional. That That'd guy, be super cute. Guy be, who looks just like Aaron will be in the stands, and they'll show him 50 yeah. times. Remember, this guy had a run, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, he can't just shave and look like 20 years younger. You know, that guy's stuck with that face. True. Which, you know, that's him. He's he's had a good run here. How do you think that would go if you were to play at Lambeau? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I was there in 2009 when, uh, when Brett came back, and that was, uh, you know, I think it was, there was – some cheers for sure. There were some boos as well. Um, he played pretty friggin' lights out that day, if I remember correctly. I think he threw four touchdowns. And um, although Spencer Spencer Havener had two touchdowns for us that game, I think we came up a little short in the end. Um, and in the next year when they came back, we uh, we beat him in another tight one. Um, I think it was like 26-21 or something. But. Um, but yeah, uh, those were emotional games. I mean, the first time we played, I believe, was at the old Metrodome on a Monday night in 2009, and that was crazy electric. That was a wild night. Um, and I actually played halfway decent, but Farvey, again, played unbelievable, and they, and they beat us. Um, so there was a lot of energy. It'd be, it'd be emotional for sure. Um, but yeah, definitely hoping for... Lambeau or, or Soldier Field. Yeah, that'd be fun for all of us, I think. You know, yeah. and let's put that in the middle of the season at prime time. Ooh. Yeah. You know, because middle of the season prime time game is kind of down. That seems like a lock. Oh, yeah. That feels like uh, we got one in the bag if we need it for next year. Excited to see you return to the Jets. I think Jets fans also getting back on board with like, yeah, this is how, yeah, yep. here we go. I think, not all of them, but I think there is a momentum towards next season that we're all pumped about. Speaking of momentum, seems like it's lost in one particular place. Go ahead, Ty. Yeah, Aaron, you're no stranger to this because it seemed like they, the cameras used to get you, you know, like when you'd be pissed. There's obviously that gif uh, on Twitter of you throwing the Microsoft uh, Surface. But for whatever reason, we never used to see that, you know, in the first several years of Patrick Mahomes' career. And then, like, the last four weeks or whatever, like, every time the camera shows him on the sideline, he's either ripping someone apart or yelling at somebody or getting pissed. Like, do you think um, with the way they've been playing, that's just like a culmination of him kind of always having to be perfect, if you will, or, you know, he's the the poster boy for a lot of stuff, and he's kind of just starting to lose his shit because they're starting to lose games and, and people are talking about the drops and his receivers and them not playing their best football and the dynasty might be over. Like, what's your take on, on all the stuff going on with Mahomes right now? 
I would say mostly overreaction. No. I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? You know, I think the, the, what, the first shot was him talking to his line. Uh, that's fine. I mean, um, listen, you know, we've all had outbursts in the sidelines, you know, yelling matches or throwing stuff. I don't really, I never really threw my helmet, I don't think. Somebody probably finds a clip of me doing it at some point, but uh, I definitely, I tossed a few surfaces um, over the years uh, and did, you know, some yelling, mostly to myself or just out loud or up in the air, um, some colorful metaphors, but. Um, you know, it's it's an emotional game, and he's hyper-competitive. Uh, you know, watching the game yesterday, obviously I'm a big fan of Pats and, and love uh, love watching him play. Um, to me, it seems like it's tough right now because there's not a lot of on-time throws. You know, Pat's so good, uh, you know, with the second reaction stuff. And even yesterday, he made just silly plays, you know, where he's extending, extending, you know, a late throw or moving up in the pocket, pump fake, you know, making stuff happen. The touchdown he had where he kind of moved left, moved right, threw back across his body. Um, I just think there's too much of that. You know, they're relying too much on that, and, and he needs some – we all do. We need we need some rhythm throws. And uh, so, you know, it seemed like yesterday it was like either a screen to Rice or, or, uh, or Kelsey where it was like, you know, Pat just running around. So – um, you know, some more easy throws I think would be good. But, uh, again, the AFC, I mean, I know Pat has never played a playoff game on the road. Who gives a shit? Like, that, that's still – it's still him. And, obviously, you know, they have a lot of talent uh, on both sides of the ball. They have great coordinators. Um, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. Um, but it's interesting. That team is really good, I think. Buffalo is really good. As good as uh, uh, Baltimore is, you know, I don't think there's anybody, um, you know, on either side like we felt about San Francisco earlier in the season where these guys are going to steamroll everybody. And San Francisco is still you know, really good. Really good. Oh, uh, yeah. But I don't feel like. No, I don't they're feel dead, like, remember? Yeah, it's they're over. They're dead. They're Done. dead. Let's figure it out. Not that Baltimore's defense, like number one in the league, and might be tough to play. Yeah, offense. And they have good night. And, uh, you know, the football gods. Brock Purdy, like you get nothing. Slaughtered. Yeah. Well, Brock, listen. I mean, Brock's had a great year, and and we all have nights uh, where we struggle. Um, and you had multiple bounces kind of go against him. This was just not a great read, um, and I don't really understand the concept on the backside, to be honest, because there was nothing really holding the backside safety. They ran, uh, they ran an under and a kind of uh, stick return. So if they had maybe run. Uh, Kittle on a corner route here, then Hamilton's probably held, um, and then he can make that throw in there. Um, of course, but, that's what uh, I thought too. That's what I thought. But listen, listen, Brock's had a really nice season. I, I'm gonna let a segue and offer this up to the panel here, um, and obviously I'm a little biased because uh, the position I play, and MVP has really become uh, a quarterback best quarterback award or best quarterback on the best team award. I'm sorry, quarterback on the best team award or the back, uh, running back can get if they or a receiver, you know, if they had two thousand yards, right? Is this is this a year where it's just going to go to the to the quarterback on the best team, or does a guy like CMC have a chance to legitimately win this? Or Tyreek Hill um, is Mostert on there? I mean, he's got like twenty touchdowns too. I guess yep. he's not right? twenty-one. Yeah. Is this just what? What are the odds now? Okay, so Lamar's number one. Then what? McCaffrey. Who is that? Tua, Josh, Brock, Dak, Tyreek, and Jalen. Yeah. So it's basically Tyreek, who's leading the league by a, a couple hundred yards at receiver, and CMC, who I believe is a couple hundred yards up as well. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but <clears throat> uh, I think both those guys deserve uh, a lot of uh, consideration. The other guy. You know, it's and I saw some stats, and I, I know Josh has had turnovers this year, but the guy has 40 combined touchdowns again in four straight years, and the team has been what they won four straight, I believe, and three of those were pretty damn good opponents, playoff teams. Um, if they finish the last two and win out, and if Miami loses 
their next one, the week 18, is going to be for the division. So, so Bills would be uh, 11 think, and six then. Ooh, pretty good, pretty good record. And yeah. I think it looks, I think, looks and, a little bit, but more appetizing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, what if, yeah, and what if Josh? What if Josh has eight touchdowns the last two weeks and finishes with 48 combined touchdowns? Um, how do you not put him in the conversation? Well, it does feel like there is a chance that somebody here at the end can come win this thing, you know, because every single week, and D-Butt was actually going to bring this up because you yeah. won an MVP four times, and I think J.J. Watt would say, you know, one of the times you won it, he's potentially Christian McCaffrey or Tyreek Hill in this particular situation. He's brought that up a few times, just while I, J.J., I don't know how often you talk to J.J., that is something that is in the back of his mind. <laughs> oh, Petty. It is right here. You just You need to know that when you're talking to him. He said, hey, Burnley's fun, mm-hmm. doing this, it's a blast. Right back Do you here. agree with him? What, what year was he talking about, 2014? I don't know. I have no idea. I believe, so. he I believe it was. 14, yeah. 16 as well because he said he had touchdowns that year. Yeah, he said, like, the MVP, there's two different awards. There needs to be the best player and then the MVP. Mm-hmm. He said the most valuable player will always be a quarterback. Touches the ball. Every single play has to make every decision. Will have to make the wide receivers good. Has to make the team good. Definitely the most valuable player is always going to be a quarterback. He said, but there should be a best player award as well. And he thought about that after losing to you and sitting in a car afterwards, so pissed off about life. That's what I think happened personally, Aaron. What in 2012, where we had six touchdowns against them? What's he talking about? 2014 here. This is the year he had. The Texans have got his back. Five touchdowns, three receiving, 20 and a half sacks. I think it's a record uh, close. 22 and a half. 22 and a half. Yeah. 22 and a half. Uh, 78 tackles, five fumble recoveries, one interception, one four safety, all pro. Now that is. uh, 29 TFLs. Oh, he was D end and D tackle. Yeah, he was. He was all pro at two positions. Yeah. It's a good year. That's a great year. Yeah, really good year. <laughs> what did you you yeah, cooked you cooked that year. Yeah. You had to have had a great one in twenty thirty eight and five. Thirty eight touchdowns. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> so JJ got to the point where he started looking at your stats. He was like, Yeah, all right, that guy had a great year. <laughs> it's valuable or is it best? We know you have to go. Uh Listen, so. JJ, hey, he he had he had a great career. He's a yellow jacket guy. I mean, like I think I'm I'm gonna be able to hold that over him for you know, <laughs> the rest of our lives, which is great. When you guys are in the Hall of Fame, you know, family portrait, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. just standing right over JJ. Yep. You know, mm. just the whole time. Just hand, all hand on his shoulder. Man, yeah. it might have been like a two minute discussion instead of a five minute discussion for you to get in the Hall of Fame if you had won the MVP. Ah, just couldn't no. do it, could you? Just couldn't do it, JJ. Aaron, <laughs> enjoy the rest of the day. We appreciate you joining us, and uh, I'm happy, you know, that you're not on IR and away from the building and not able to do anything. I'm happy you're practicing with I the boys. I wasn't going anywhere anyway, though. I mean, I said from from the time I got back from the West Coast, I wasn't going anywhere. But listen, I Dolphins. love the guys. Dolphins are boning right now, too, out there in L.A. That's, That's a big right. sacrifice. You could be watching and healing uh, yeah, with us. Yeah, and it's whale season, too. The humpbacks are giving oh. birth. So you know the uh, the uh, They're doing the this needle. one, too. They're doing this one. <laughs> Jumping straight out and then just falling yep. into the water. Oh, that's a that's a 10-story building mm-hmm. that just jumped out of the water mm-hmm. right there because they're so excited about what they're doing under the water. Outside this guy's house, Yeah, he said, I don't need to see it. I don't need to see any erections. <laughs> right? Is that what you said? I would, no, I mean, I... The, I was going to say the frequency associated with the uh, the uh, whale uh, birthing process is actually uh, um, supposedly very... Uh, uh, beneficial to um, uh, various uh, injury recovery stuff. I don't think it can cleanse your body of uh, um, some of the spike protein, but it's supposed to be uh, pretty good for it. <laughs> it does make you immunized, though, I heard. Mm-hmm. I heard yeah. you'll be immunized through it all. Anyways, uh, enjoy your day. You dropped a couple bombs in there early. It was sweet. Excited to see the reactions to that whole thing. You know what I mean? Anytime you're saying ESPN's probably taking us off TV right now. Uh, uh, you're in the middle one. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yep. know, you're, Pop in the, you're in the middle one. We appreciate that. We do. We genuinely enjoy talking to you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for making time. We'll see you next week. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, see you next year. Yes. Oh! Ooh. First good. one. First good. one I've heard. Ladies wow. and gentlemen, that's why. Yep. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's why Celebrity Jeopardy thing yeah. just yep. killed Bingo. Mm-hmm. Boom. He next saw the opportunity. Year. He prepared for that opportunity. Yeah. Yes. He knew. He knew. See you next year, Aaron. So, mass... Mass... Formation... Psychosis. Formation psychosis. Yeah, there it is. He felt so good as that one was. Mm-hmm. In those 
It's people who are puppets to the mass formation psychosis. <laughs> I had one. I had a follow-up to that one, too. He was ready today. <clears throat> I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. You know, I'm vaccinated. Hey. Yep. That's right. We all got it. Vaccinated. Yeah. Right I still got my car. I found it yesterday. I didn't get to ask him, though. Is there any, is there any unvaxxed? Like, well, how do you respond to unvaxxed people that criticize? Yeah, oh, what, if go, what if they go, hey, Clay Travis, you know, which <laughs> sure. you assume. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers taking the spot of blah, 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 you know? And then Clay Travis goes, I'm not vaxxed. I'm not a puppet, corporate machine. We'll never do it. I don't like it. Like, he be yeah, back? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that is an interesting thought. Next about. year. We'll ask him next year, I guess. We, we will. Yeah. We will. I, I don't know if he just thought that should become a new rule, though, but he was making reference to how basically a couple of years ago, everywhere he go, he went, it was announced, this guy, this guy. Yeah, there he is. You remember. Guy. You remember. He heard it. He became the face of it. And I, once again, I got vaccinated. Had to. Yeah. Literally. For my... Uh, for my working life at the time. Literally had to do it. So I did it, okay? Listen, here we go. Had a 104 and a half degree fever. What was it, three weeks after, four weeks after getting vaccinated? Twice, right? Yeah, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. So I, went, I had it. So it, whether that's natural immunization, <laughs> vaccination from having it, sure. or the shot or whatever that. So during that entire time that Aaron was having uh, this conversation with the super vax people, mm -hmm. Boy, I'm sitting there, like, vaccinated with, like, a couple of antibodies in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying... If it's about Arkansas sports, it's about you. Keep up with your team on 103.7 The Buzz. Everybody did have the same thoughts about that Niners-Ravens game, though. Yep. You know, even Aaron alluded to it. He was like, hey, the Niners really the only team we all thought. Everybody yeah. thought, hey, they're a little bit of a wagon. That team's a buzzsaw. You don't want to play them. The Ravens heard that. Five-and-a-half-point underdogs. They said that was disrespectful. Now we understand why they were saying that. This team has been consistently dominant. Yeah, they haven't been perfect, okay? Brand-new OC, have had to figure some things out, had some tight games, had a loss to the Colts, I believe, in there. They got that guy who's a freak show, Zay Flowers. Mm -hmm. But also, this feels like a much more season-ready Lamar Jackson. Has the big deal, has the MVP, has an offense he likes, what? has weapons he likes, has a number one defense in the NFL. It's like, why not the Ravens after watching last night? And how pumped were we all, AJ, that they reminded the world that everybody doubted them because they were the only ones that believed in them, I think, mm -hmm. last night, AJ. That's the best place to be for a coach. Oh, no question. It, watching them play, I guess, especially go on the road and get a big win like this, like you saw how excited and pumped they were. I mean, it's real. Like the motivation is real. When people doubt you, when people publicly talk about your team and you take it, like, and you think that's offensive and how they are speaking about you, there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of power in that. I feel like this team, it, it brings them together. Like the more people may dump on them from the outside, the more it brings this whole squad together. And obviously Lamar is just so dynamic, does things that nobody else could do. And man, they are... Credit to their defense, though, as well. Their D-line, man, they got a lot of – even though they didn't get a ton of sacks, they got a bunch of pressure, I feel like, and Brock Purdy was never comfortable. That's always available right there, mm -hmm. yeah. that one. You know what I mean? That play is always available. How tired are you? How D-butt, how tired oh is the God. whole – like, is defense when you're chasing this guy? Like, every single play is <laughs> – a full-speed sprint in 35 different directions if you're trying to tackle this guy. Yeah. Well, go back. Rewind, yeah. rewind one second. Steve Wilkes mentioned it, too. He was like, Lamar Jackson is one of those two-play quarterbacks. Like, you got to guard the first play, and they were probably in great position initially with up quarters, mm -hmm. covering through whatever it is. We'll and now, okay, back. now it's time for the second play, the backyard ball. And, you know, Aaron mentioned it with Josh. You know, you do want to see some more on-time, on-rhythm throws. You don't want to have to be great down after down. But when he does pull it down and just tuck it and run, it's special every time it seems. And he avoids taking the big hit. Yeah. Which is huge. He'll even cut Juke, get more yardage, even maybe take a little bit of contact, but avoids the big hit. That's a trait. That's a skill. Yep. You're talking about how tired somebody is. Look, look at old buddy in the back here. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? 98 there. He's about to fall over on his face. And I can understand why. It would get exhausting. And remember what Bosa and that D-line said about the Philadelphia Eagles. They said, we hope everybody watches what we did and kind of do what we did against Philadelphia Eagles because home field advantage was still on the line for the NFC. I thought they were going to have a great plan for Lamar. Mm -hmm. I don't know if those exist. 
No. I don't know if those exist, actually, legitimately. Yeah, how could they? Like, you can't, you cannot simulate that. Any, There's no way you can put a wide receiver at quarterback. You, you can't simulate what he can do. And I'm never going to say, like, they embarrassed anyone. But when was the last time we saw Fred Warner flying around and Zay Flowers is making a cut or Lamar is making a cut? And, I mean, they got guys like Nelson Aguilar scoring touchdowns. It's not like Lamar is going out there. We're talking about, you know, Mahomes and how he's throwing to nobody. You know, Lamar Jackson's got Aguilar, a backup tight end who's a stud likely a rookie wide receiver and then Rashad Bateman it's not as and Odell Beckham of course and Odell Beckham Jr. of course but uh, you know this time of year a lot of parties who knows what he's doing in his free time just kidding but still either, either way like they're, they are the class now, it seems like. And if Zay Flowers and Lamar Jackson continue to have this connection, because he had nine for 75 in a tud, no one could cover him. And this is a week after what? Mooney last week, right? Had that pick six where he was moving mm-hmm. a million miles an hour. It's not like they don't have guys that can cover. They do. It's just like these Ravens uh, across the board, offensive line, because they handled the D-line pretty well, probably better than any other team. And then their receivers and running backs. I mean, shit, J.K. Dobbins is their starting running back. He tore his Achilles. Like, it's like a Harbaugh coach of the year. Yeah, Harbaugh coach of the year. Is that what we're doing here? Because he brings in a new offense. He brings in a new offense. Yeah. I mean, he, he has to make the decision. He publicly put the team in a situation where they had to pay Lamar. Yeah, love that. So, you know, we love that. <laughs> Absolutely love that. So it's like, should Harbaugh be in a conversation a little bit more for Coach of the Year? I mean, they should definitely get more respect when he's been there so long, having a former MVP like Lamar and then all these studs. I, I can't the division. Be- yeah, I can't believe they got Roquan Smith. Like, that that was crazy. To add. That is a <clears> Raven. That a baby CD, baby. Yeah. But you get him there, so he probably won't get that. And obviously what Shane's doing down here, I know we got – Coming off an of ugly loss, what Shane's doing, D'Amico, oh, um, the Browns. Even I mean, the Browns. Even Dan Campbell, the Browns. Yeah. Dan Campbell. I mean, I think all these guys should be in consideration. A lot of great jobs done around the NFL. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns a little bit, shall we? With Kevin Stefanski, AJ. This is not what happens with the Cleveland Browns. Okay, what happens with the Cleveland Browns? We've all seen the jersey. There's a thousand names on it. Quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson goes, all right. DTR goes, all right. Mm-hmm. Joe Flacco's name was just supposed to be on the list of names yeah. mm-hmm. about when they were trying yeah. to find another quarterback that could maybe get in and do well. They have the pieces. Got a great defense. Got a good offensive line. Kevin Stefanski seemingly brainiac whenever it comes to football. Here we go. Can you guys win it? Got a kicker finally mm-hmm. that can make kicks. You got a punter that can bomb at 80 yards. You got the team except for one position. Joe Flacco comes off the catch onto the Browns. And just lights it up. For, I mean, just lights it up. Most pass yards, I think, since the week he came into the league oh, yeah. in the entire NFL. And remember, offenses had not looked good around the NFL this year. Ooh. And Joe Flacco yeah. just comes into an offense that he knows very well from his time with Gary Kubiak. Kevin Spansky run the same thing. And just leads to 265 yards receiving for a wide receiver. It's a Browns record. Lighting up the scoreboard. Leading the team. Having a humility about him where he's like just so thankful to be there. And then that one Aaron talked about, he put a little top on it. He has different throws. I mean, this guy <laughs> was on the bench. He called the Jets. He called the Jets and said, I can be a quarterback. He called other teams, AJ. Now the Browns, real conversation, real contenders. I see some of Flacco's throws. So first off, he does make it look kind of effortless. And what a beautiful throw right there. And catch by Joku. Man, this is it's beautiful. But I've seen like, there's times when Flacco will be like an opposite hash. He'll throw like a 15-yard out to the opposite sideline. And he makes it look easy when it's a, such a difficult Ew. throw. There it like, is. Look at, like, and that's popping through his hands, yeah. by the way. That, that, the popping through his hands. Go ahead, D-Buck. Oh, yeah, no, the fourth and eighth throw oh. he had with, like, somebody on his legs. Yes. Threw it to the sideline of Mario Cooper. I don't, I don't know what yep. Mario Cooper had for breakfast. He's obviously a dog. <laughs> but, I mean, he... Like, He's that got was, a love Joe Flacco. That was yeah. one of the most unbelievable performances I've seen from a But this throw right here, like, this is, like, <laughs> in the grass with, like, three oh. linemen. Unbelievable. Hey, congrats to the Browns. I mean, what? And now the Texans, a couple weeks here, it's going to be tough. But obviously, remember, without your quarterback playing, things might be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Dougie Davey, uh, Davis Mills almost made that a game. Yeah. They had to put Joe Flacco back in the game. DTR, obviously, yeah. he got injured and he's out the IR, I believe. But they had to bring Joe Flacco back in. He just walked right down the field mm-hmm. again. It's like these dudes are phenomenal in Cleveland right now. Congrats to all parties over there. Now, mm. ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time we get to do this. Ooh. After this show on ESPN, we will continue on YouTube and ESPN Plus. But after this show on ESPN, we got the Quick Lane Bowl. Wow. Bowling Green taking on Minnesota. Down digs. In about 10 minutes, what game is kicking off on ESPN? Boy, oh boy, do we have a treat for you today. Oh, yeah. Our 
No. Bowl, bowl season carries on in the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit, Michigan at Ford Field. Again, Bowling Green against the Minnesota Gulf, Gophers, who are favored by three and a half points. Should we watch this one? Absolutely. Why? Because Bowling Green's an absolute wagon. Okay? Okay. Seven and five. I believe they're third in the MAC. I mean, they are an unbelievable team. Minnesota, five and seven. Tone, why is a five and seven team in a bowl game? Yeah. Okay, because they had the best academics and there wasn't enough six and six teams to fill the bowl season. Oh, okay. this is, is right. smart. This is smart bunch. Yeah, yeah, smart bunch. Okay. Boo. Obviously, what? Nerd. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. We're not here for the school. Some people say, but P- they say our school got us in a bowl. DJ Flex gonna have quickly. rolling. Okay. Um, the quarterback for the Gophers has thrown 14 career passes in, in his life. Cole Craver there. So that'll be, that'll be fun. Connor Baselak, I believe he transferred from Missouri. Dog. This is the 102nd offense versus the 122nd. Oh, offense. good so, matchup. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of fireworks in this one. Fun fact, 2021, Bowling Green beat Minnesota in a bowl game. Minnesota was 31-point favorites in that one. Wow. So who, Bowling Green might have their number. Yeah, or is it? Is a little motivation, a little get back from Minnesota in this one. It's going to be a fun one here coming here at 2 o'clock uh, after we're done. three. Uh, I believe it's the lowest total in bowl games, 41, uh, I believe is the total. Uh, okay. 40, 41 and a half. So what were your offenses ranked? 102nd and 122nd. Okay. So out of 200? Fireworks. No, out of 130. One. Oh, one. Okay. 131, I believe. Okay. All right, well, I can't wait for a quick yeah. lane, Bolton. Yeah, there we go. go. Up there in Detroit. We're going to have a little, uh, we'll do our show, and then we'll watch <laughs> yeah. it. After we'll our show, that. we will watch it. Congrats to ESPN crushing bowl season. Did you guys see that Eastern Michigan kid? He was not happy. No, no he was, was crazy. He was not happy. No. Some happy. I don't think you should have a 40-yard lead-up to a shot to the back of somebody's head uh, with, you know. Soft. Whole team's right there. Yeah, just... You said soft. Like, Not a fan of sucker punches. Yeah, you look like a little bitch. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. what everybody said. Like, Eastern Michigan lost so bad that this is what their players are doing. You make the whole whole program look Real like bad. That. You make the whole program look like that. So that wasn't good. But yesterday, the NBA all day, mm-hmm. ESPN. Last night, Celtics-Lakers, ESPN. ABC, Ravens-Niners. Spending money. Hey, yeah. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Legit, that's a big deal, especially with all these streaming rights deals seemingly being up in the air everywhere. It was nice yesterday that ESPN just kicked ass throughout mm-hmm. the entire. I didn't watch a single one of those NBA games, yeah, no. but they yeah. were on. They were. They were. I, felt, I felt a little weird not watching any NBA on Christmas. You I kind of that's, that's, that's kind of when I from twelve to dabble one. in from twelve to one. You didn't get it? No. Hmm. I kind of felt weird too, by yeah. the way. Because I'm not an NBA guy either. It's just kind of what Christmas mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. LeBron has been on Christmas. Kobe has been on Christmas. Steph. Like, that's just what Christmas yeah. has always been. And then Roger Goodell said, hi. Yes, yes. He, 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 It's ours now. Yep. Shout out to us. Assholes everywhere. But that quick lane bowl is going to be on. Homeowners. It's expensive and often not covered by basic homeowners insurance. You could pay thousands. Finding a good contractor can be tough. What, this guy doing the job? With a plan from HomeServe, call us. We'll send a contractor and there's no big bill. Easy. But don't wait. Get a plan from HomeServe before a line breaks. Go online now. Plans from HomeServe start at just $7.99 a month. Call 1-833-458-0107 or visit homeserve.com. Prices are going up everywhere. Did you know that the costs associated with auto repairs cost Americans on average $7,500? And let's face it, when it comes to those costs, it's not if you'll need repairs, it's when. Now more than ever, you can't afford to be driving without Ox Car Care. Because with A-plus rated Ox, you don't pay for repairs on your car, truck, or SUV. Ox pays. I really love Ox Car Care because right now I can't afford the costly repairs and I definitely cannot afford to be without a car. With Ox, I can take my car to my dealership just like I always have and they'll take care of everything. Call the number on your screen right now for a free quote. There's no obligation to find out how low your monthly payments can be. Our Ox Car Care family of customer service reps, coverage specialists, and claims adjusters are all under one roof right here in the U.S. to ensure you always get top quality service from a caring company that stands behind everything we do. And we are the administrators of your claim. We don't farm out your policies somewhere else. In the past, I had a really bad experience. I was passed around from phone number to phone number just to file a claim. But with Ox, it's just one phone call, one company, and they handle everything. Call Ox now and let them pay for your auto repairs. Act 
now. An aux will even include free oil changes, free tire rotation, and free roadside assistance. Ox car care is like family. I didn't just feel like a customer. I also felt part of the family. Just call Ox Car Care now with your make and model and get a free, no obligation, instant quote. Ox Car Care even comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. But don't wait, or it'll be too late. You need coverage before a repair is needed. Call Ox Car Care right now, and your coverage can start as soon as today. Call 800-230-1602 to get a free quote today. That's 800-230-1602. Get covered today. Tommy John is for men who value themselves and their comfort, who want fabrics that are lightweight, breathable, and insanely soft, with stay-put waistbands that adapt for the perfect fit. 360-degree stretch prevents ride-up and supports any move you make, and mind-blowing innovations like our quick-draw fly. We've also reinvented loungewear. Yeah, loungewear. You can trust our thousands of five-star reviews, because Tommy John knows how comfortable you want to be. Go to TommyJohn.com for our end-of-the-year sale. You weren't made for moderate to severe Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, but number one prescribed Intibio is. It's the most prescribed biologic for Crohn's and UC. In clinical trials, Intibio helped many people achieve long-term relief and remission. Infusion and serious allergic reactions can happen during or after treatment. Intibio may increase risk of infection, which can be serious. Although unlikely, a risk of PML, a rare, serious, potentially fatal brain infection, cannot be ruled out. Tell your doctor if you have an infection, experience frequent infections, or have flu-like symptoms or sores. Liver problems can occur. Ask your healthcare provider about Antivio, the treatment prescribed to more people with Crohn's and UC than any other biologic. Antivio, Antivio, Antivio. Introducing Mando, the whole body deodorant that I created with all... 1037 The Buzz. The radio in the car and on the web all day on my computer. Check it out at 1037thebuzz.com. Shopping online comes with digital threats. So turn on NordVPN. Steer clear of phishing websites and encrypt your online traffic. Get the deal now. I don't like to spend a ton of time shopping, but I like to look good. For me, Poshmark makes that so easy. And whenever I get tired of something, I just relist it back on Poshmark. It's honestly a little addicting. Making some money I can spend, keep my wardrobe fresh. We need a small business loan fast. I got this. Loan Falcon! There's a better way to get a fast small business loan. Go to ondeck.com, and if approved, get your funds as soon as the same day. Your loan is on deck. What's it gonna be? The drink made from whatever was laying around? Or the one made with your Drizzly Hall? Drizzly! Stock up today, sip well tomorrow. Drizzly! What's it gonna be? It's the incredible Red Dog, the amazing universal socket tool that fits, grips, and tightens virtually any fastener. Look at all the different sizes and shapes, nuts, bolts, and screws. Any head will do. Red Dog grabs on tight and locks into place fast. It replaces hundreds of different tools, yet it's smaller than a battery. 54 telescoping steel pins mold around any object. Then, up to 150 pounds of torque knock out rusted fasteners. You can get Red Dog for just $19.99. Breaking news. Red Dog may be discontinued. Due to supply chain shortages, Red Dog is stopping manufacturing immediately. There's a strict limit of three per order. While supplies last, order now. Call 1-800-510-2848 or visit by reddog.com. Call 1-800-510-2848 now. <laughs> 